0: Now, when Jesus heard this, he withdrew from there in a boat to a deserted place by himself. But when the crowds heard it, they followed him on foot from the towns. When Jesus went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion for them and cured their sick. When it was evening, the disciples came to Jesus and said, This is a deserted place, and the hour is now late. Send the crowds away, so that they may go into the villages and buy food for themselves. Jesus said to them that they need not go away, you give them something to eat. The disciples replied, we have nothing here but five loaves and two fish. And Jesus said, bring them here to me. Then he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass. Taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and blessed and broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples. And the disciples gave them to the crowds. And all ate and were filled, and they took up what was left over of the broken pieces, twelve baskets full. And those who ate were five thousand men, besides women and children. The Gospel of the Lord. Thank you, O Christ. You may be seated. It's not always easy to have compassion in our world today. We're just too connected to everything. In Jesus' time, there wasn't a 24-hour news cycle, there wasn't Twitter or Google or news, really, for that matter. Today we can look on any of the mini-screens in our lives and find all kinds of pain, (coughs) suffering, and need around us. For Jesus, he had just heard that John the Baptist had been killed, and so as he tries to escape that pain and suffering, he meets more suffering instead. In our own community we witness those who are struggling with homelessness addiction and mental illness and we don't have to go very far we might see someone on the street or love someone in our own family who is struggling who needs help and assistance and there is a very basic need in our community a need about foods insecurity this idea that We have so many people in our community who don't have access to affordable, nutritious food, usually because of a lack of resources. In Cowlitz County, 16% of our residents are living without secure access to food. Nearly 30% of all adults in our county are using food stamps. More than half of our school-aged children are receiving free or reduced lunches. This is above and beyond the average for our state. And I tell you all of this because there is a real hunger happening here in Longview and Kelso and our surrounding cities, and it's not just something that happens elsewhere. It's not something that's happening just in Portland or outside of our state or our country. It's hunger. It's right here. And with statistics like that, it's probably happening in our congregation, too. We probably know someone who is hungry today. And so what can we do? There are so many things that are out in our community, so many needs, so many asks, right? Many of us are already donating time, funds, talents to different ministries, organizations, and services. It becomes second nature to start avoiding eye contact with that person on the street corner. It becomes easier to just send in our donation or plan our few days of months of service. And I don't know about you, but when I read through these numbers, it weighs on me. Knowing that hunger is so real in our community, I struggle. I wonder if there can ever be enough, if we can ever do enough. And honestly, sometimes when I really let the news or even just my own witnessing of our community get to me, I can feel this like in my body. And for a long time, I thought this feeling of not being able to do enough was guilt or shame or just the feeling that... (coughs) I want to be able to do absolutely everything I can, and maybe I'm just not. I thought that feeling in my heart and sometimes my stomach was a kind of embarrassment. But then I read our text today from Matthew, and Jesus has been ministering, teaching, caring for people, and finally, after hearing about John the Baptist's death, he decides, I need a break. Jesus needs a day off. So he goes to this deserted place in hopes of having some peace and quiet, some time to grieve, in hopes of recharging so that he could go back out into his ministry. And Lord knows we all need to recharge sometimes. But like often happens for many of us, that gets interrupted. We can't go very long without encountering someone in need, whether that be hunger, addiction, mental illness, homelessness, whatever it might be. If we leave our house, and sometimes if we stay in our house, we can't really avoid it. And neither could Jesus. And so when he arrives at that shore to the crowd of people waiting for him, he doesn't turn the boat around. He feels compassion. And in Greek, this word compassion comes from a root that means liver, heart, lungs, kidney. It literally means to be moved by our insides, by our innards. That Jesus has compassion for the crowd, he is moved by his gut. And that's a pretty graphic image that the Greek language gives us. But it made me wonder. It made me wonder if all those times that I failed to help, that I couldn't or just didn't care enough or take care of my neighbor, what if that feeling in my stomach or in my heart, or maybe it was my kidneys and lungs, who knows, what if that feeling in my body wasn't guilt or shame, but rather this compassion, that my body was literally trying to move me to do something, that my gut was trying to tell me something that the rest of me wasn't able to hear. Because like the disciples in that once deserted place, I look around and there are so many mouths to feed. There is so much need that surrounds us. How can I possibly make a difference? How can five loaves of bread and two fish make a difference in the face of thousands of hungry people? The little bit of food the disciples brought probably wouldn't have been enough for them, for Jesus and the twelve disciples in the first place. They were already living in food scarcity themselves as a group of nomadic religious leaders. I don't know about you, but two fish and five loaves of bread is probably not going to feed 13 people. None of them knew what they were going to do for sure, but they were probably planning that they would go to bed hungry that night. And at this point, the disciples and Jesus are tired. They spent the day traveling in a boat, which, even if it was a short distance, it was not a relaxing endeavor like we might experience boating today. Boat travel in ancient Israel was work, and it was probably all the disciples working the entire trip just to keep themselves afloat and get them moving, and so when they arrived hoping for that day off, hoping for rest, and being greeted by all of those people in need, I'm surprised that for once the disciples didn't start complaining right away. They didn't say anything when Jesus got out of the boat and started healing. They didn't try to stop him or convince him to take a break. They waited. And who knows, maybe they even helped. But when it starts getting dark, their feet are hurting, they are ready to eat what little food they have and go to sleep, but Jesus (coughs) is still going. And so they suggest that the crowd should be sent away so that the crowd can get food from the neighboring towns. Because, you know what, sometimes we're just tired. Sometimes we're worn out. Sometimes we don't feel like we have enough for ourselves, let alone to care for other people. Sometimes we just need a day off from this weird feeling in our guts that tells us that maybe we should be doing something. God, can't someone else do it today? Can't people just figure out for themselves where to go or go to the neighboring town to get some food? I can see where the disciples are coming from. I've had days like that throughout my life. I've checked my purse and found my change bag empty. I've looked at my calendar and realized that I didn't have time to volunteer at a particular ministry or event. I've searched through pantries and closets and realized that the things I had couldn't be donated because I needed them. But Jesus is still going. This compassion, this feeling in our gut when we fail to do absolutely everything we possibly can, it stinks. But Jesus is still going. Jesus doesn't stop caring for the people when the disciples point out that it's late, that they're tired, that they're hungry, that the people around them are hungry too. In Jesus' time, most people were facing food insecurity. Instead of scolding the disciples or making them feel guilty or ashamed for not doing enough, Jesus hears them, and Jesus says, bring the food to me. Bring me what we have. And so Jesus is still going, and he blesses the food, he breaks the bread, and he passes it to the disciples and asks them to share. And what do you know? There's enough not because the disciples were moved by compassion, not because they knew what to do or how to care for the people around them. It wasn't because the disciples stopped worrying about their own needs and their own hunger. There's enough because Jesus is enough. Because God is the God who calls everyone who thirsts or hungers to come to him to drink and to eat. Because God provides. And no, the manna didn't rain down from heaven, but God provides the way God often does through people. Jesus uses the disciples, the tired, hungry, ready-for-the-day-to-be-done disciples to feed the thousands of people gathered, even though they weren't sure that they would have enough. They experienced the prayer with Jesus, and because Jesus is enough, all were filled. This is what Jesus does for us, and sometimes when we get that feeling in our innards, in in our insides, that compassion stuff, and we fail to help the person in need, we forgot to keep something in the car to share with someone on the street. We got so caught up in our own busyness and going through our thoughts for the day that the person on the street corner sort of becomes a a caricature, not a real person to us. Sometimes even with prayer and bringing what we have to God, we just feel like there isn't enough for us to be able to do everything we possibly can. And that's okay. Because that's when we realize that Jesus is still going. can't stop Jesus is still going in compassion to cure and to feed those in need and Jesus is still going to the cross because this compassion this healing this feeding is not just illness and food it's life and spirit Jesus goes to the cross to heal us of our brokenness to heal our hearts when they break over the pain in this world Jesus goes to the cross to feed us to fill us with the spirit and to call us into service Jesus goes to the cross because it's true. We can't do enough on our own. There are so many in need, and sometimes we ourselves are in need. But Jesus goes to the cross because Jesus is enough. Because even on Jesus' day off, he is still moved by compassion. Jesus is still moved by his insides for us. Jesus goes to the cross because Jesus has compassion for you and for me, and Jesus goes to the cross to forgive us for when we fail, and Jesus conquers all that failure, all that guilt and shame, and Jesus makes us healed and filled and enough so that we can bring our prayers to God and allow God to use us in this world so that we may be moved by our compassion so that we can be God's hands and feet in the world, so that we too can share in the abundance of God's love for us and for all. Thanks be to God. Amen.